0: I'm Amber. And I'm Becca. From cranberries to cows and everything in between, this is Forward Farming. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Forward Farming. Take two of me trying to record this episode. So if you guys didn't see, I recorded an episode last week. I was so proud of it. It was a good 16 minutes long, and I went to upload it, and there was a a video, but there was literally no audio with it. Like, I don't, I don't even know what happened, actually, it just, there was no audio. I don't know if it was connected to my car weird, and it, like, didn't record at all. I don't really know what happened. I was very sad very frustrated because I like it was like a mini therapy session for me and it was just a good episode. So I think it's still an important episode um, of what I want to talk about. So I'm going to try to recreate it and hope that my points still get across and like I don't forget anything. I don't know. I ugh, Technology. Um, so this one's probably not going to be on YouTube. Sorry if it if like watching the videos i'm recording it on a voice memo because riverside broke my heart last week and i don't want to have my heart broken again so if you are new here i guess hi i'm becca Uh, amber and i co-host this podcast forward farming podcast we talk about everything from amber's a cranberry um farmer so she is out on the marsh right now she's doing harvest super busy with that Um, such a cool experience. If you are not following her on Instagram, go check her out at at Cranberry Chats. She's showing all sorts of fun stuff for harvest, but obviously we try to record together a lot of times, but we're also both very busy people. So this week it's just me by myself. Hi, I'm Becca. Did I already say that? I don't know. And uh, I am a semi-retired dairy farmer. basically just a, a farmer with some nurse cows now. I was a dairy farmer for about 14 years until this spring. Um, so I, the reason I'm telling you this is I think a little background is, uh, gonna be good for this episode. If you are listening to us for the first time, um, sorry, we're scatterbrained. Like, I'm just gonna put that out there. Um, our slogan is bless this mess for a reason, okay? So anyways, uh, I was a dairy farmer for a long time this spring I just I kind of had an aha moment like I needed to do something else I I just I can't even describe it I've I've tried telling people but it it literally it was an aha moment and I knew that I needed change in my life so uh, I am now um, on the sales team with a milk company Uh, I get to travel the western part of Wisconsin and um, just promote dairy and promote our products so it's been a, a challenging uh, experience for me, but also like a great one. I'm having a lot of fun with it, even though half the time I feel like I'm not qualified for it, but we're just, you know, fake it till we make it, right? <laughs> so that's kind of just a little background on me before I dive into this episode. And I think what the episode was going to be called last week before it kind of blew up was, what was it? Dude, it was. <laughs> I don't remember actually. I had a really cute, catchy title. Uh, basically, what this episode is about is what happens when your dream—what you know, what you thought was your dream job—isn't your dream anymore. And I think we all have this this feeling that we we need to find that dream and like hold on to it and never let it go and i thought dairy farming was my dream i i mean growing up i didn't grow up on a farm i got involved in 4-h when i was nine and i just always i mean i i had this passion for the dairy industry a couple years after i started showing cows and so i guess like when i was younger i thought my dream was to be a vet Uh, but like most people you go to college, you take like one or two uh, science classes and realize that you're not cut out for the vet life. Uh, So, probably to any vets out there, but I just, I quickly realized like a vet, that probably was not in my cards. So, I just switched gears and I was an animal science major with a dairy emphasis and at the time I honestly didn't know what I wanted to do with my life like I knew I wanted to be in the dairy industry but it was just one of those things where I didn't exactly know what I wanted to do I had grown up showing cows judging cows um doing like dairy bowl all, you know all the knowledge and stuff I just loved everything about the dairy industry but I also was trying to be realistic that like I wasn't just going to go out and buy a farm and start farming um Yes, it might have been possible, but, you know, like a 20-year-old girl probably was not going to get the finances needed when I had nothing to begin with, you know? I, like, I didn't have any equity, I didn't have a farm, I didn't have any of the things. So, uh, fast forward to sophomore year of college, I, um, started working on a dairy farm and I milked there part-time, I was going to school and when I, <clears throat> excuse me, when I was close to graduating, I remember my boss was like, so what are you, like, what are you going to do with your life? And I'm like, honestly, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. My dream at that point was to dairy farm, but again, like, how do you just, you can't just go and buy a dairy farm, you know, unless you win the lottery or something, and so my boyfriend, now husband at the time, um, lived in the area, and he obviously was not going to move away from his hometown, and so my boss was like, you know, if you want to feed calves, at the time we didn't have calves on the farm, they were raised elsewhere, he's like, I'd love to get the calves back, you can be a calf manager, um, kind of develop and grow that program. And that was the dream. That was the dream, I thought. I was able to kind of handcraft this calf program um and not to like toot my own horn but I did a damn good job. I I loved taking care of calves. I loved the challenges of it. I didn't love obviously when a calf got sick, but I just loved being able to like try and fix it. Was it frustrating? Yeah. Did did I have like problems over the years? Yeah, but you're always going to have that, I think no matter where you go, whether you're you're on a farm or not. Um so I kind of thought like I would just, I don't know, be doing that for the rest of my life. Now when I'm deciding this, I didn't have kids at the time, I wasn't married at the time, I honestly I lived right in town, like the people that I worked with we went out all the time, like we were kind of still, we were young. I, that's probably the easiest way to put it, we were young. And so I think as as you grow older and uh you know have different milestones in your life things change obviously and i'm sure that's just kind of what happened to me um farming is it's long hours it's doesn't you know you don't have days off holidays weekends like everything still needs to get done on the farm and we had great employees so i was able to you know take time off when i needed to but at the same time the older I got, now I make myself myself sound old, you know. The older I got, I was like, eh, "This is it's hard. It's it's a lot on on the body and on the mind, and uh, of trying to do all all the things." I kind of got to the point where I felt like if I was doing a good job on the farm, if I was excelling like, with the calf program, and with the herd health and everything else that I was doing, I felt like I was not doing well at home. Like I, I wasn't taking care of the house. I wasn't being a good mom, a good wife. And I think that it, that, I mean, that's a pretty common feeling. I know other people feel that way. Like it's hard to, I don't want to say balance because there is no such thing as balance, but it's hard to do all the things and feel like you're doing a good job of all the things all the time. So that kind of mind game, mental health battle, it was really hard, um, but we made it through. And I was always like, you know, when the kids get older, this is going to get easier. That was just kind of my mentality. Um, Throughout the years, I had been able to build my own herd on the farm, so I had a lot of skin in the game. Um, I had, you know, the equity and stuff. And So I kind of just, I had it in my head that it would just get easier as kids got older, and that would, that would be what I did for who knows how long. Um, after Jackson was born, my youngest, he is two and a half now, well, almost two and a half, he was two in July. Uh, I had some postpartum things going on. I don't want to say I hit a dark place, but I hit a, a place where I knew that I wasn't okay. Like, what I was feeling wasn't normal. Um, and thankfully, I, I talked to my doctor. I got on meds. I I feel a lot better now. Um, and I've talked to people about the same thing, like, just the way that I'm that I was feeling. And you don't necessarily feel depressed or anxious or it's... It's not like a cookie-cutty thing. Cookie-cutter thing. Like, I wasn't like, oh my gosh, I'm depressed. I just, I didn't want to do anything. I got my work done, went home, sat on the couch. Like, I had a hard time focusing on things. I was always tired. Just a lot. And, um, I don't think that made me resent the farm by any means. But I just, once I got on the meds and, like, started to feel better... Um, and kind of like, I don't know, just, it like opened my eyes up. And I just, I was in a better space mentally. And honestly, shortly thereafter is when I had my aha aha moment. Um, so I, I honestly, I wish I kind of knew like why, why I had it at the moment that I did. Um, I guess I'm never going to know, but you know, and at that point I... I had gone back and forth a few times about like if I actually wanted to leave the farm, and I think a big reason that people fear leaving what they think is their dream job is one. You feel like you're you're quitting, like you're failing, like you're just giving up on your dream, and I felt that many times. I you know. I, obviously over the course of 14 years, I thought more than once about leaving the farm, you know, after every bad day, you're like, why am I doing this? (laughs) Or when it's like negative 40 degrees outside and you're like, like why, who, who's farming? Why, why did we think this was a good idea? But I knew how hard I had worked to have that herd of cows and to like build that dream up. And so I was like, how can I walk away from that? How can I just quit and give up? Like, why am I not strong enough to keep doing this? So I think that's a big mentality, um, mind shift that we have to, I don't know, get over. Um, and that one was hard for me. I, I didn't want to feel like I was quitting, but at the same time, maybe other people thought that, I don't know. But in my heart, I knew that that wasn't necessarily it. Like I'd given it a go. Um, the long-term dream with my herd and my husband and stuff was to... To start milking on the farm that we live on but anyone involved in the dairy industry can probably back me up here saying uh, probably not ever gonna be a good idea <laughs> just the state of of the milk market right now like it would have been really hard to find uh, someone to come get our milk to find the equity to purchase more cows because no milk truck is gonna come get cows if you have only or get milk if you've got like 50 of them so it was just, it was not a dream dying, but it was more of, like, a reality check, and, um, just knowing that my dream was changing, I guess. So, after I made the decision to leave the dairy, I felt a little bit lost, um, because that was my dream. I, like, walked away from it, and I didn't have another job lined up or anything. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I think that was my biggest problem, is, like, I knew that I had to stop dairy farming. I knew that for my family and for, like, my mental health, well-being, I had to close that chapter in my life. But I didn't know what was going to come next. And that was, that was, uh, I mean, it was exciting, but it was also, like, a little scary because I was, like, I'm not bringing in any money. Like, this is, what am I supposed to do? And so I think most people that quit their um, jobs, corporate or not, they're like, oh, I'll just be like a full-time content creator and make all this money online and stuff. And I'm not gonna lie, I thought about that too. Um, I thought like, well, I could reach out to more brands and work with them. I could start selling beef a little bit heavier, like maybe start shipping it, things like that. But it just never felt right to me. Like it never... I don't know. I love being on social media. I love sharing my story. I love content creation. But I don't like the pressure of, like, selling things and the pressure of needing people to, I don't want to say accept you, but, like, needing people to resonate with what you're doing. I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, So I just, I never really dove, head like, full head-on into trying to do that full time just because I think if I did, it would have taken the fun out of it. Like, I enjoy sharing what I'm doing every day, but if I don't want to, I don't. You know, if I don't want to tell you about my bad day, I don't have to. Do I enjoy doing it just so that I can show other people they're not alone? Yeah. But, I don't know, it just, it never really was, like, in my mind that I should do that full time. So that was another thing. I'm like, okay, now I'm like jobless. I'm obviously sharing on social media, but like, what else, what else am I going to do? And I just kind of had to find myself and, uh, just like figure out who I am as a person and what I kind of feel like doing for the rest of my life. So, uh, long story short now, I was off work for about six months. Um, I found I want to say some like hobbies maybe which I didn't have before. So we still sell our beef. I was going to farmers markets and stuff. Um but shipping beef was not something I really wanted to get into. Um one it's expensive and I've always kind of had this mentality like I want to be able to sell our beef to local fa- like local um families and I want it to be affordable. I don't want to be charging like $10 a pound for ground beef. Um And this is not, obviously, like, I'm not downgrading anyone that ships online. I think it's incredible because not everyone is lucky enough to have farmers directly in the area to buy beef from. Um, It was just, it was not something that I wanted to do. One, we don't have, like, a huge farm. We don't have the the amount of animals that we would need if I, like, tried to do an online campaign kind of thing. Um, But two, I just, I really wanted to focus on our local customers' Um, and just not have the headache of shipping beef and getting dry ice and making sure everything stays frozen and things like that. So, um, I was able to just focus more on the, the farmer's markets and having fun with that. And then I also got into my candles and, uh, so with beef tallow, uh, the, the inner tallow, also kind of known as suet, it is the fat that like surrounds the organs. And a lot of the time, the locker plants, throw it away, because, like, old ladies, this is what he said, this is what my butcher said, (laughs) old ladies like it for the birds, to feed birds, um, and they make soup out of it, which is, doesn't sound healthy, but otherwise, I threw it away, and so I first had the idea that I was gonna do, um, uh, uh, tallow lotion, and, man, I should have stuck with it, because now it's, like, super popular, but... It is what it is. I didn't really enjoy making it. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't know if I had the right touch for it. And so I made a few batches and I was just like, mm, this isn't my thing. And then I saw something about a tallow candle. And I was like, wow, that would be really cool. I love um, candles and wax melts and stuff. But you always hear how, like, not great they are for you to breathe in and stuff. And especially with the kids and stuff. I I call myself a scrunchy mom. It's who I am as a person now, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, what did you, did you ever think you'd be that way, like, before kids? No, but here I am. So, I decided to start dabbling in candles, and I love making candles, and that was another thing. I was like, gosh, do I do this full time? Do, like, do I not try to find another job and just kind of try to do this? But I just, I don't know, I think... Maybe me as a person, I like to dabble in a lot of things. I like the different sceneries every single day. And I think that's why I like farming so much. Because every day is a little bit different. You have different challenges every day. So, I don't know, maybe that's why I just never pulled the trigger on candles full time. But I, I have loved making them. I love being able to sell them online. Because then I can kind of connect with... The community that I've built online and do it that way. So obviously I'm still making candles, still shipping them. Um, I'm hoping to actually do a like craft fair this um, winter, which is going to be really fun. But all that to say, that still wasn't like my full-time dream. And if you're still listening to this, I still don't know what my dream is. I'm not going to lie. Um, I got into sales with a milk company. It was intriguing to me i'm not gonna lie i like i've got the dairy industry like the dairy farming background and i didn't really know anything about what happens to the milk after it leaves the farm you know i i know that milk goes to a plant and within 48 hours it's at your grocery store boom that's all i knew um so it's been a really interesting um, challenge and experience for me to be able to learn more about the other side of it and just kind of challenge myself to, to keep learning something new. And um, I don't know, I'm really enjoying it. So is it my dream job? I I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't even know what my dream is anymore. I think my dream is to be happy and to be um to like be in a good mindset and to have a healthy and happy family and just live life. So all that to say, one, if you are thinking that your dream job is not what you thought it was, it's okay to walk away from it. It's okay to to try new things and to explore new options. I think it's good for us to kind of keep learning and keep. Um, broadening our horizons and stuff, and I just don't think that the fear of, like, failure should, should set you back, and I know by saying that, it's a lot easier to say it than it is to, like, go through it, because, yeah, I did go through it, but I don't know, but then on the other flip side of things, I think it's okay if your dream is not... Like, I think a lot of people's dreams is to, like, stay at home, have their own business, like, be an entrepreneur, whether that be full-time content creation or, you know, whatever you're doing online. And that's awesome for some people, but it doesn't have to be your dream. I think a lot of the time on social media, we just see everyone, like, leaving their corporate jobs to go on their own adventures, and that's amazing, but that is not for everyone. And I, I think I quickly realized, like, when I left the dairy farm, that wasn't for me. Um, and honestly, I had never really had been part of a corporate world, so I didn't, I wasn't able to like compare it to that, I guess, but now that I'm in it, I, I don't know, stable paycheck, benefits, like, <laughs> I'm good right now, so I just, I, I had this on my heart because I know a lot of people, you know, if you're around my age, I don't wanna, I'm, I'm 34. I'm not that old but I'm not that young either and I just think that we have it in our minds that like we have to have this dream job and it's got to be our dream forever and um, I've just realized over the last year that, that that couldn't be further from the truth. Your dreams can change. I think they evolve as, as you grow and as you have families and just everything around us. Like I don't know, life is short, do what you want. Uh, so anyways, I feel like I didn't hit all the points I wanted to, like, my first episode, but it's just a little bit more background of me and kind of what I've been feeling lately. I just, I see a lot of, um, courses and, I don't know, like, classes and stuff on, like, how to leave your job and, like, be a millionaire, Okay, that was a little dramatic, but you know what I mean? Like, I just, I think you're able to find happiness and find your passion for things without leaving your current job or without paying a bunch of money for it. I I don't know. I'm all about, like, self-awareness and things like that, but now I'm really rambling. Okay, uh, if you learned one thing from this episode, I just hope it's that... You're amazing. If you feel an inkling that you need to do something new and to try something new, do it. It'll be okay. It'll be rough, obviously. Everything's probably not going to go perfect, but dreams can change. People can change. And life's too short to, to always wonder what if, you know? So, that is the episode. I hope you guys... I don't know, resonated with something that I said, uh, I don't even, I don't even know. I, I've just had it on my heart, um, because, yeah, I, I spent a lot of time feeling like I had given up on, given up on, um, on farming and stuff, and the reality isn't, I I mean, I haven't, because I am still farming at our house it's just a different kind of farming and it's no longer like my full full full-time job so that is all i have to say i hope you guys are having an amazing week if you are not following us yet uh you can find me on all the things at back at hillby amber is at cranberry chats And our podcast page is at Forward Farming Podcast. We'd love if you would leave us a rating and review on like Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anything like that. We'd love to hear from you guys. Shoot us a message. uh, If you resonated with this post, let's talk some more. And also, if you ever have guest ideas or if you yourself want to be a guest, let us know. We love bringing on guests and uh, just kind of spreading the word about agriculture, farming, women and egg all the good things and Wisconsin because we love Wisconsin. So thank you guys so much for listening and we will catch you next week.